Welcome to the Bird's Eye View Podcast. I'm Jeff McLean here along with Les Bowen. Hello there. And Paul Domowich. Hey, you. And this is the Bird's Eye View Podcast from the Philadelphia Inquirer. Please read all our stuff at inquirer.com, inquirer.com slash eagles, and please join our newsletter. I don't even know where to find it, but you guys can find it somewhere. Uh, okay, guys, we got a lot to talk about. Eagles mm-hmm. lost their third game, 27-24. It was, <coughs> it was an ugly game, and, and I'm not sure if this is accurate, but... It may have been the worst loss of the Doug Peterson era in terms of ugliness and the fact that the opponent, to me, is just not a very good team. Um, I don't know how where you guys place it. Um, I'd have to think back. Wasn't that Cincinnati loss in 2016 yeah, pretty I'd, awful? <clears throat> uh, that was I on the road. I, I think it was on the road. Ones. Yeah, that but team, but this, you know, that team. I don't think had the talent that this team has, and. The thing that's alarming to me is the Eagles have played three games, and they really haven't played a good game. I mean, they were down 17 nothing to the Redskins before they came back and won that. And you saw, you saw the immense talent that they have and what they're capable of in that game, but they certainly didn't play a good game. And then these last two weeks, they've lost to teams that, you know, they're not bad teams, but they should have won the games. They had opportunities to win the games, and they literally dropped them. Well. You know, uh and it's uh, you can't really keep going. They've been down by double digits in every game they played. Uh, they just really need. Uh, they got to tighten a lot of things up here very quickly. Yeah, I mean, but you know, if you're if you're them, you're saying even with one less mistake Sunday, they win that game or at least yeah. send it to overtime. I mean, Matt Collins catches that third that that pass. Uh, late in the game, they have a first down at the 35. Uh, right. That illegal block in the back on on Jenkins is, inc- you know, he doesn't uh, inadvertently push the guy. They got a field, you know, they're in field goal range there. I mean, they're just they were clearly so much better than them. But the bottom line is the scoreboard, and they didn't right. win. So uh, I, can, I imagine it was frustrating to watch as a fan because, again, like I said, the, the Lions did so much to to give that game away. It wasn't like they. Right. Yeah. Um, I thought they could could have won by twenty if they if they pounced on all the Eagles' mistakes, and they didn't. They kicked a couple field goals off the turnovers mm-hmm. late in the game. They were insanely running the ball when they were only averaging like two yards a carry with their running backs. I just I couldn't fathom why they were doing that. Well, that's Daryl Bevel. I mean, he's gonna. They had run the ball sixty times in their first two games. He's even when he was right. in Seattle. He always wants to run to set up the pass. Well, they had two touchdown drives. One was uh, early. One, they scored the touchdown early in the second quarter, and the other was in the fourth quarter. It was a very good drive, and it used up a lot of time. But, yeah, that was – but they you know, they had opportunities to put the game away. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'm saying they didn't really yeah. do much of anything. Well, they're not no. a very good team. I no, mean, yeah. They may be two zero and one, but they're not a very good team. And they're not very well coached. Um, and I thought Jim's defense did pretty good. Yeah, uh, they had yeah. some short fields. They did give up those two long drives. But you know, the issue with them is not yards per play. It's they're not getting sacks, negative yard plays, mm-hmm. and they're not causing turnovers. And you know, on the other side of the ball, they're turning the ball over and they're getting yeah. sacked. Yeah, the no turnovers yeah. yesterday was huge. It really – they didn't come close to forcing a turnover. Yeah. I mean, other than the ball that hit Nigel Bradham in the rear end, uh, I don't even know that they had a chance for a turnover. You're playing against a quarterback that if you get pressure on him, he will make mistakes. Uh, and the problem was they couldn't get pressure on him. So let's dig into that a little bit. Um you know, Jim has said the last two weeks that, you know, he doesn't always um, 
you know, rate a team, rate a defense, a pass rush by sacks. And we've heard this before, although other times he's also said, yes, sacks are important in this defense. And to me, they are because, again, as we've talked about many times, this scheme is predicated on getting pressure up front with negative four plays. Guys. Negative you plays saying. with your top four yeah. guys. That's why there's so much money invested in those top four guys. And getting a hurry isn't a negative play. You know, it's, you know, then it's second yeah. and 10. It's not second and 19. Right. And look, injuries have now besieged that unit, especially in the interior. No Malik Jackson, who was kind mm-hmm. of the focal point of your offseason mm-hmm. moves at, right. at defen- on the defensive line. That was supposed to free up Fletcher from seeing a lot of double teams. That was supposed to kind of solve the third down um, pass rush situations where you didn't have to take the ends and move them inside. And now all of a sudden that's gone. And then you have Timmy Dernigan on yeah. top of that gone, although Timmy's not really a great third down rusher. No, but you know, you know what's complicated matters is you've not only lost those two, but Fletcher Cox is n- at the moment is nowhere close to what right. he was a year ago right. when when he was a first team All Pro. He may be at some point. I think it's. You know, I think there, the people that have referenced Brandon Graham last year coming off a ankle injury. It, it's correct in assuming mm-hmm. that at some point this year Fletcher Cox will be a lot better than he is right now. But right now he's not what he was. And nobody else is picking up the right. slack. Right. And Brandon Graham, who's a nice player, good all-around player, he's never been an elite pass rusher, the edge right. rusher. That's not his thing. So he can't get – he's not getting to the quarterback. Derek Barnett was is supposed to develop into that guy when you expend the first-round yeah. pick on yep. him. And for whatever the reason – I mean, I, th- I feel like he had a pretty solid first two games. He was generating pressure. He wasn't getting sacks. But then now he had a – what was it, an ankle injury? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Clearly, Early. When, yep. when he came back, he just didn't seem like he was doing much. No. Vinny Curry's just your third guy. He's fine as that. But yeah. you don't have – Chris Long was like a fireball off the, off, off the bench on third downs. And they don't mm-hmm. have that. Um, you don't have Michael Bennett. Um, you won't play Deshaun Hall. You activated I, him yesterday I don't and understand put, didn't that. put him on the field for yeah, one snap. I, I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think he's the. I don't, I don't know if he's well, an answer, but out. maybe I mean, it would be he, nice to. You know, you're I mean, not going to. See, was Josh practice. Sweat doing so wonderfully yesterday? No, I mean I don't think. I thought Sweat had a pretty good game against the Falcons. He uh, he he actually, um, you know, deflected a pass, got to the mm-hmm. quarterback, and knocked him, and, and and had another play. I think Sweat's. I think Sweat's okay as a fourth rusher. I you're. Your answers aren't going to come from your fourth and fifth rusher. Right. I mean, it's got to be these guys up front. They're, I mean, the top one, two guys, and right. they're just not getting it done. And that's something I think I've harped on and a lot of people have harped on. I felt like they didn't upgrade at that spot after you trade away Michael Bennett and you basically set in motion. I think Chris is kind of almost like collateral damage. When they, when they signed Malik Jackson to, to replace Michael Bennett as inside rusher, that also – Meant that there was less of a uh, mm-hmm. a job for Chris Long and that uh, you know yeah and especially signing his, Brandon Graham also you know absolutely which absolutely. at one point wasn't you didn't think was going to happen complicating yeah. matters here is the fact that they they're not very, a very good blitzing team I mean yes. we know Jim doesn't yes. like to blitz a lot he blitzed eight times yesterday if you include one time when which it wasn't really a blitz he lined up five defensive yeah. linemen but that you know eight out of thirty two pass plays he sent more than four rushers. Uh, Stafford was like six for eight. Yeah, His yeah, touchdown yeah. pass was against the Blitz. They just don't have the personnel to blitz very well. None, there, there are no great blitzers on that team. I was watching. I was rewatching the game, and I saw the play where uh, Joe. There was a long completion to Jones where Sendejo was blitzing up the middle, untouched. 
untouched, and he got to Stafford mm-hmm. after the ball was released. Right, he had a hit. And, you know, okay, but Didn't even Chris Spielman said on the yeah. broadcast, you know, it took him a long time to get there, and yeah. it sure did. Yeah. Yeah, Sunday who's not. Yeah. Not, well, not Brian Dawkins. Yeah. Uh, that's not fair to him, but he's not. And um, – well, they, they, they don't have him. the guys in the back end. They signed them and they're giving them a lot of playing yeah. time. So yeah. uh, he's got to be somebody. Else. Uh, yeah. Vontae Maddox or uh, yeah. even Jonathan Cyprian, who can play that role as well as that guy does. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You're, you're not going to see Blitzes next on Thursday night. No, I guess Aaron Rodgers. Do not blitz that guy. He will kill you. So I thought overall the defense was fine. Let's just switch real quickly to the offense and, and – I mean, if you listen to talk radio, you think Carson Wentz was the, was the problem on Sunday. I don't know what the heck these people mm-hmm. are watching. Uh, he's way down on the list of people that you want to blame. Look, you can say that maybe he's taking too many sacks and holding the ball a little too long. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because the receivers. You could say <laughs> right. You could say that you know maybe he you know shouldn't be exposing himself on those runs. Um, but if if seven of those seven drop passes are caught. His completion percentage is seventy-two percent. You know, and, he's and they win the game handily. <laughs> and they win the game handily. Yeah. They're throwing, he's throwing. I mean, like I'm just talking about his numbers yeah, alone. I know. So yeah. I mean, I, Carson's not the problem here. Um, Their last snap of the game should have been a miracle touchdown that would have made him the toast of the Delaware Valley, except it went off the heels of JJ Arcega Whiteside's hand. And this is like this is how. Um, crazy it's become it's like i'm getting emails and you're probably hearing it and i'm hearing it on radio or whatever it's like he needed to throw him open and 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 throw this i'm talking about the last pass yeah. to jj arcega white side and let him lead him i'm like what were you watching that route he was not open he got no separation right. so he's not going to get separation those last three or four yards it's not going to happen that's not that kind of receiver he is. so carson actually did the right thing he threw a jump ball 50 50 ball to a bigger guy that's right. And it was a 60-yard heave. There aren't very many yeah, quarterbacks exactly. that are going to, you know, I mean, throw that to the back of the end zone. And, he, and he was being pressured as yeah. he threw it. Right. So I, it's like, what are we expecting here? Yeah, I think that's the problem. I think uh, somehow people have built this up in their minds as if he isn't perfect, then, uh, then he's, uh, he's the reason they lost. And, and I don't think that's a very fruitful path to go down uh, right. in the long run right now the, you know look, this is what happens when you you're a franchise quarterback you sign a big yeah <clears throat> you have to take that and carson will um and as long as they lost lose yeah. he'll get the blame and if they win he'll get he'll get right. the uh, the praise um but you gotta look at the receivers obviously and no deshaun jackson now sean jeffrey that has to be pointed out yeah. i mean you're look obviously next man up blah 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 but they were doing all kinds of things yesterday with actually lining the the running backs up as wide receivers. Yeah. That was why like the there's plan. two long passes to Sanders. Uh, you know, Sproles did that. Uh, they just – they don't – without Jeffrey and, and Jackson, it's kind of shocking to me how bad their pass game really is in terms of the weapons. You know, Ertz gets doubled, and it's just you're yeah. standing there watching people run around. Um, and, and I agree, but I mean, you're paying you're paying Nelson Aguilar nine million dollars. Yes, you, you kept him on this roster yes. and gave him nine million dollars. Uh, you know, he 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 can't make those kind of mistakes. He can't put the ball on the ground when nobody touches him. He he can't drop the pass he dropped on third down. Um, you know, it was, yeah. People were like, "Well, he scored two touchdowns. So he, he counted for fifty yards." Yeah. 
That's not, you know, eight catches for 50 yards? This is a microcosm of his career. I mean, he had a a very good year in 2017. He finally became like a player, an NFL player. Yes, and he was wonderful in the Super Bowl. Best game of his career. Right. (laughs) And and so he's got talent, but this is why he didn't get a contract extension the last two years. It's that he he just kicks himself in in the ass, his own ass all the time with just dumb mistakes. And mm. that's why he's, you know, he was drafted in the first round to be a number one receiver. Well, he's just he's not, not a, he's not a number yeah. one receiver. Yeah. And then yesterday they wanted, they needed him to be that number one receiver. And he, he just couldn't, you know, they doubled Ertz a lot. They did shave it, shade of safety a, a few times to Aguilar's side. And then they just took, they rolled the, they took their chances against Matt Collins and JJ in man coverage. And those guys just yeah. can't, can't get separation. Matt right. did, did fine, shorter passes and stuff like that. But two PIs. He drops a pass right over the middle that right. should have been caught before JJ's. That last drive, drop pass, that counted, drop pass, dump, offensive pass interference from Darren Sproles, and drop pass from JJ Arcega. Yeah. That's just that's yeah. brutal. Yeah. You know, this this game started well for them in the way you would want them to play this game without their two top receivers. They went to 12 personnel with Vitae yes. as a second tight end, and they just rammed it down their throat on that first touchdown drive ran and it seven times on nine did plays. they ever go back to that well mainly because <laughs> they lost two offensive tackles yeah i guess you know, jason yeah. peters leaves the game with with what we're told is nausea and and doesn't come back until right. sometime in the second half and and then dillard Good went point. down yeah so suddenly so they you, can't even do that you would have had to yeah, yeah. use prior i guess and then so, well and then yeah. goddard did come you know played in the second half but Clearly, clearly, they didn't, wasn't they didn't right. want to. Yeah. You know, they they had to be out there out of necessity. I was right. shocked that he, he was active, and he was yeah. out there, and he gets open on that corner right. route, but and he drops the pass, which I think if he's practicing all week and he's like right. himself, he normally yeah. makes that pass. But yes. this is again goes back to the injuries that they've had right. that have piled up. Um, yeah, you're extending yourself with a, when you got a calf injury, and and you know things. It's not and, a good thing. Doug alluded to that too. I mean, yeah. the injuries are taking their toll, um, although they're not really at running back. And Miles Sanders put two in the carpet um, within a matter matter of plays. It was four plays uh, and three carries by him. Uh, you know, there was one carry in between his his two fumbles. I, yeah. I've never seen that. I, I that just left me speechless. You know, Did you get the feeling every time too that when he touched the ball after that first one that something was going to happen. Yeah, again. yeah. Yeah, he, uh, Doug said that you know Dussel help him with that i think they need to send him to dr brian westbrook uh westbrook's worked with running backs and you know westbrook had a, had a fumble problem early in his career and he went to tiki barber and that problem was, i mean he he became one of the more most sure-handed guys in the history of the franchise uh you know he i i think he could do with learning some things from westbrook about how to hold the ball uh, especially when he gets in traffic like he did yesterday when he lost both of those balls. I think when we see a lot of mistakes from young players, it's not that they can't physically do it or they don't know how to do it. It's yeah. that they have so much going on in their heads yeah. that they lose, they lack focus Good point. to I carry out. The, and that's with drops. I think the only thing with, with uh, Sanders, though, is he had five fumbles last year at Penn State. So it was, an, it was sort of an issue when he yes. came out. Um, it wasn't a major issue because of, of how they happened. It wasn't like he was being – it was mostly no. extra effort that was well, uh, causing them. Well, it was them, a bigger issue early in his career. Yeah. He was a kick returner, and they would just bench him, and it seemed like it was early in his career. Right. I mean, it was a problem last year a little bit still. But, again, that was also his first chance to be the lead back. So I feel like it's something we yeah. haven't really seen him 
get yeah. to the point in, in either college yeah. or now the NFL. Yeah, it's a little early to damn them. Yeah. Damn them. Well, uh, would you? I mean, like, there's been a lot of calls for for more of Jordan Howard. Um, I'm okay with that um, in terms of just like a certain type of runs. We see that he can lower his head mm-hmm. and break tackles and get those extra yards. Um, but I, I wouldn't run him outside all the time. He did have a nice cutback on one play and lowered his head, knocked, ran over a guy, and got a first down. But like, if you watch his cutback versus Miles Sanders' cutback, it's like night and day. I mean, oh, he, just, I agree. he, he yeah. takes him forever to turn his hips. And that's just the problem with Jordan Howard. But that, that being said, it doesn't mean he still can't be a productive no. running back if you run t- schemes to, to his um, abilities. Well, they used him more yesterday on first down uh, than they had in the first two games, and they used him more in short yardage situations, both of which is what he should be doing. Yes. Do you think, what, what do you think is up with Peters? I don't know. I was kind of alarmed by that. This is what used to happen in the Chip Kelly days when he you know, would, would develop problems that uh, – suddenly made him go to the bench i okay you're nauseated i mean uh i yeah 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 you know john runyon didn't take any plays off for being nauseated i i don't know what's up i we didn't get a good answer from doug we we couldn't talk to jason yesterday in the locker room uh i i was not uh you know you you in your story you talked about jp going over and saying something to nelson aguilar if i'm now nelson aguilar i'm like where are you you know, <laughs> right, this, and that yeah. was during, during the yeah. period. That was when he was like to set yeah. it out, and I'm done. And he's standing there on the sideline. You know, it's not like he's getting an IV yeah. or something. And he, yeah, he can go inside and get an IV, right? Right. Yeah, but clearly yeah. that wasn't it. Wasn't dehydration, or he would have, or or at least one time I saw him talking to trainers. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't for very long. And yeah. uh, I mean, this has been this is this was even before Chip, though. I mean, he's. You know, you've heard players. T- yeah, when, oh, when, the, when, when they first got him, when they traded for him. Right, Peters will pull himself if he feels yeah. like he's not. He can't play it 100. percent Yeah, because he doesn't want to look bad. And of course, this being the Eagles, Andre Dillard, the first round pick, comes in for him, plays maybe five snaps <laughs> at the most, and a guy rolls up on the back of his knee and he's out of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Good so news. Yeah, he went in there. So they were down. To th- they had played three left tackles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dillard. Doug said we'll be fine for Thursday's game. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, Dillard told me he was all right. He had a knee brace on his right knee, though, after the game. So, yeah. I don't know. Um, so, we got, we got a little time here just because we're probably not going to be able to do another podcast before the game. Let's just look, look ahead to, to the Green Bay mm-hmm. and, and the Packers. And, um, and I had this marked down as a loss mm-hmm. uh, pre before the year uh, just because, it, you know, Aaron Rodgers is an 80% winning percentage, yeah. as an 80 winning percentage at home. Mm-hmm. Um the Packers. I don't know how much of you guys have seen of them. They've they're two and one. Is that correct? I think they're three and zero. Oh. Oh. Uh, okay. They oh, haven't man. played great. They've and they haven't. Chicago ten three. Yeah. Minnesota twenty one sixteen, and Denver last week twenty seven sixteen. So they really haven't. You know, they haven't played great teams. We need to have the Eagles. Uh, uh, they're three and zero. Oh. Uh, Rogers looks pretty good with this new offense, uh, from what I've seen, but not. I don't think he has wonderful weapons. Sounds like they've they've yeah. saw some of the defensive they're, problems. They're very yeah. yeah they're they're, they're much better defensively, but they, I don't think their offensive line is great. I don't think they have great weapons. Yeah. But you're right. I mean it. This is I'm not going to pick the Eagles to win this game. Can I mean they could win it? You know I don't think it's impossible to beat Green Bay, but no, it, not at all. Not at all. Uh, the way the Eagles have played these first three weeks, they have they'll have to play their best game of the season by far yeah. to win this game. They, uh, 
Green Bay's defense is, presents an interesting challenge. I mean, looking at their their numbers, uh, their opponent passer rating is sixty three point one. Yeah, they've only given up one touchdown pass in three games. Uh, mm. They, but they, but they have not been very good against the run. So does does Doug yeah. does Doug come out running again? And you know, Rodgers has been very efficient, but not very prolific. I mean, he's yeah. just. Dinkin' and Duncan right now. Yeah, he just doesn't have that. Uh, doesn't guy. have a yards, yeah. uh, uh, big yards per attempt uh, thing. Right. I mean, he's he's still in the stages, I think, of, of getting a feel for that new offense. Yeah, I mean, um, he's got Devontae Adams, but yeah. you know, and, and uh, Jimmy Graham, and, um, you know, who's again, not what he who's was. not really what he right. was. Years ago. Um, you know, the weapons I don't think are, yeah. are going to scare the Eagles. Rogers is going to scare you. Yes, and you have to. Um, Look, we all know he, he, how he can extend plays. Mm-hmm. Maybe kind of mush rush him yeah, a little yeah. bit, um, although which really isn't their their thing. Yeah, I don't no, think it you, sure isn't. You can't I, blitz him. No, you can't blitz him. But maybe you can get pressure with four against this offensive line. I just don't think it's a great offensive line. But I don't know that the Eagles have played a great offensive line, and they haven't done very well. No, no, that, that I mean, that's a that's a very good point. You look at the three offensive lines. Like, what happens really when they do finally play a great quarterback? With a good offensive line and weapons, oh boy. yeah, you know, um, and these these next four like, these next uh, seven Dallas games, maybe or yeah, <laughs> four of these next seven yeah. games are against undefeated teams. Um, look, mm. it's still early in the season. I, I I'm not ready to hit the panic button. Um, we, you know, look, what we saw last year they were they you know they yeah. basically sleepwalked through the first three months and then they were one drop pass away from being back in the NFC Championship. Yeah, problem here is 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 twofold. One, you know, they're one and three, which or one and they could be one and three, which starts pretty much eliminating the the whole home field advantage yeah. thing. And the other thing is they've just lost to two NFC teams, so right two NFC teams that could very well. And if you add Green Bay to that, could be in the playoff hunt with them at the end. So they're going to lose tiebreakers, right? So that doesn't you know these have been bad losses. For yeah. Them. Well, yes. I mean, look, I mean, yeah, I'm not willing. I'm not ready to go one and three yet. Again, um, I think there's a lot of talent on this team, and you know, teams that are good that can have their backs up against yeah. the wall yeah. will come out and play mm-hmm. hard. Um, that's one thing they've never uh, failed to do under Doug is play yeah. hard. I may pick um, them to win. I'm not sure. Yeah, I might either. I might too. I don't know. I, 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 I have no reason to yeah. understand why, but. Uh, it's a little early in the week to guess to give those types of picks. It yeah. really is. I'd like to know if they're going to get, you know, Alshon Jeffrey back magically or something. Uh, that might change my mind. Yeah, j- yeah. just update the listeners on that. I think you'll probably read it. By the time you re- listen to this, you probably have <laughs> already seen it. But uh, Dar- he said Darby is, uh, he doesn't yeah, really know. More tests. Yeah, Darby's not playing third. Which no. is, no. Yeah. Uh, Alshon, as you mentioned, is probably the key guy. If they can get him uh, back, that changes, that I'd changes be everything. I don't I'd see be it, but, you know, but, yeah. it's, it's, out, it's possible. But um, they can beat them with what they've got if they yeah. if they don't make the mistakes they made right. Sunday. Right. right, it's the mistakes. Yeah, but the, but the re- you know behind the mistakes is the fact that these guys are being yeah. thrown into there because of the injuries yeah. and also because hey, let's not forget just catch that. the ball right. Let's not well and uh, the mistake we didn't talk about. I mean a hundred yard kick return. Yeah, yeah. on the special yeah. teams that you've yeah. stocked up. With players like Rudy Ford, who missed a tackle on that, you know, right. just a, I mean, well, Sandejo missed a tackle, and Sandejo yeah. and yeah. T.J. Edwards, who you kept on the team because of his special yeah. teams play, takes TJ a bad angle to got, start things. T.J. kind of got blocked in the back there, I thought, but you're right, yeah. he wasn't going to make the tackle. Weird, yeah, right. I haven't seen they haven't put the all twenty-two out, so you can't really see exactly yeah. the lanes. But I'd say the four guys who were probably most responsible were T.J. was the first one up. It seemed like he mm-hmm. got out of his lane. Yeah. 
then then Sandejo, it was Sandejo kind of Sandejo's was yeah. weird. He, he got blocked, yeah. but almost like he ran into the block. Yeah. Right. And, and Ru- then Rudy Ford, Ford missed the open and tackle, then, and, then and then Josh Sweat yeah. couldn't get off his. Yes. Oh. And, and just the effort was kind of like. Meh. I mean, a know, defensive end who can't get off a block. Get off a block, but on he, a kickoff. But he never turn. seems yeah. to. Be, he always seems to be running with a limp. I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand the Josh Sweat. Hey, thing. Yeah. I want to see Deshaun Hall. And that's all. <laughs> you guys love Deshaun Hall. He's going to solve all the problems. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, I just haven't been impressed. When you're with not Josh. getting a pass rush, you try everything. Yeah. Well, yes. Maybe you've re-signed Chris. Yeah, Hall. maybe you put Malcolm up there and, and have him play defense. Just with the wideouts yesterday, you know, they activated Greg Ward and threw him out there a few times, didn't ever throw to him. Yeah. You know, I, I think mean, once, by my count. They did throw to him? No, uh, I only kind of once snapped. One snap. I haven't, okay. I haven't seen the official yeah. snap. Uh, yeah, I don't snaps, know. I don't think Greg yeah. Ward's going to be the No, answer. but why not try? Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe he can have an amazing game or something. Or, for you know, one of the things, uh, real quickly, that, that kind of surprised me, when you're down – people like this they're not doing anything different they're not trying some g- gadget plays they're not doing anything i mean they did a yeah. lot of empty they had sander they yeah. utilized yeah. sanders down the field i thought i thought the game plan was you know give give carson more control early there's a lot of no huddle he's going to the line he's reading yeah. like something and i think that fix, like here it is they finally fixed some of the things that were problems last yeah. week say model wasn't a complete disaster no he wasn't uh right. they got off to a better start and then all of a sudden all these other issues yeah, crop up yeah. and to me that's the sign of a team a talented team that is that is underperforming because yeah. we've seen this before we've been we've covered these right. teams before that have the talent and week after week it's something different something like, else yeah, yeah. and that's, this was the, to me it was like there's a whole nother Batch of problems. Yeah. That's a that's a problem in itself. Yeah. A major it problem. It is. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, uh, sorry to ruin your day. <laughs> uh, have you relive the other one? But we, we are looking ahead. Uh, we'll be looking ahead in our stories these next few days to the Packers, and, and if the Eagles can win that one, obviously they're two and two, and they're right back in the hunt. Uh, but that's it for uh, for uh, the Bird's Eye View podcast. Thanks, Les. Thanks, Domo. We'll talk to you guys soon. Please read all our stuff at inquire.com/eagles. And um, thanks for listening to the Bird's Eye View podcast. Yeah.